Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a special place to live, work, and play. Hey, here we are. Thanksgiving is behind us. We're full scale into the, the holiday season. Everyone's enjoying being in the outdoors. It's that time of year. We got Christmas in the air, Christmas and Christmas in the air. Uh, small businesses are, are thriving all along coastal Mississippi today because we've created these wonderful walkable communities where people can go find those unique gifts and so on. What a great time of year it is. And I've really been looking forward to visiting with my next guest, Craig Ray, who is the director of Visit Mississippi for the Tourism Office of the Mississippi Development Authority. And we'll, we'll remind you what, the, what Visit Mississippi is all about. And we're just going to do some catching up because we haven't had a, uh, the opportunity to visit with Craig in quite a while. So first of all, let me just welcome you to Coast View, Craig. Thanks for having me, Ricky. It was uh, uh Great to be invited for the show. It's it's a great time of year for for an update. A lot of great things are happening in our world, and right into the holiday season, we just finished Mistletoe Marketplace here in town, and right in the middle of the end, wrapping up SEC football and all the great weekends at our college towns, and getting ready for Christmas. So all good right now. Well, I know it's always fast and furious in your world, and, and what, I, what we'll do, because you guys assume that some people have not heard our conversations before, and we'll sort of remind them about um, the the various trails and why they're important to Mississippi and what's going on these days, what's the numbers looking like, because Mississippi compared to the rest of the nation as it relates to tourism has performed incredibly well uh, in this pandemic moment that we're in. But before before we get into all of that, I you know, I want to ask you, I can't help but ask you, have you seen our friend Steve Azar lately? Well, I have actually. We're uh, working on an event that's taking place what will be this week in uh, the first week of December in New Orleans. It's our first event, a uh, big international event that we're hosting, uh, Travel South USA International in New Orleans. We have guests coming in from uh, 19 different countries. Uh, that will be there. It's a it, it's a travel tour operator uh, event that uh, Louisiana and we're co-hosting with, and uh, Steve and Cedric Burnside and Raphael Sims are the entertainment for the breakfast that we're hosting. So I've been working with Steve hand in hand a lot recently on fine tuning our program, and so that'll be a lot of fun having those three singing about all of Mississippi and taking us around the state. So. As always, Steve and I get to be involved in in, in all the fun activities for Mississippi <laughs> music, tourism, and culture. So he's That's he's so, doing real well, doing real well. Well, yeah, he and and I I too am thrilled that my new show, uh, Super Talk Outdoors, has as a theme song, 
uh, one Mississippi. I'm so excited about that no, song right. and and and, Keith, and and Steve's contributions to this state through his as the music and cultural ambassador for the state, which you get to work closely with him for that. Hey, when we, we I want to we'll go a little deeper into some of those parts of the conversation, but before I say anything else, just to respond specifically to the notion of Cedric Burnside and Steve being together. I'm assuming they'll they'll sing Cold Water as as part of their their well, agenda there. Well, the program that we're, that we're hosting is actually a trails-themed breakfast. So we're going to be highlighting the Freedom Trail, the Blues Trail, the Country Music Trail, and the Riders Trail. So we've tasked Cedric, Steve, and Raphael to do a highlight reel on, so it'll be cover songs. They're going to be singing uh, Sam Cooke, B.B. King, uh, you know, some Faith Hill, some... Uh, uh, just just think about those trails and highlighting our trails and music related to those trails. So it, it it will be an opportunity maybe for them to sing one of their songs, but the most will be just cover music highlighting our trails program. So we're excited and they're, and they're looking forward to singing some Blue Christmas with Elvis Presley and singing some gospel tunes. And so, so it's gonna be a fun half an hour uh, for our international travelers that are here to hear all this great music about our trails program. Wow, that's so cool. You're, I, I'm hoping that you guys are going to video that because we what will. a great collaboration. What a, what a cool idea. Well, we come up with some very cool ideas here at Visit Mississippi. And when you're hanging out with guys like Steve and Cedric and Raphael, the, the creative juices just flow. And we were talking about this program that we have put together. And we have a cool video, too, that I will share with your show, too, about our trails program that we'll add music to. So it's, it's going to be fun. It's a great way to mass market uh, to this. When I say these 18 states that are represented, they are not only travel riders from those states, but also uh, travel agents and group tour bookings from those countries. But there'll be some... It, international travel riders there as well so when we're when we're performing here you're reaching out to the world from this show in in new orleans so we're very wow. excited about the event so i mentioned cold water so if you haven't heard the the song cold water go to youtube and just look it up. It's a collaboration between Cedric Burnside and Steve Azar. They actually, uh, the, the video is actually filmed at the Delta State uh, Recording Studio, which is yep. the world-class recording studio. At DMI, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, Cedric Burnside, you should go look him up in Wikipedia, and what you'll learn about him is that not only is he a prolific artist that is incredibly popular in places like Europe, but his father and grandfather were famous uh, blues drummers. Cedric is also a drummer, but he's just a sort of a multi-talented, multi-instrument uh, talented guy, as Steve is. And anytime these guys can come together, I mean, one of the cool things about what you've done with the with Keeping the focus on the trails and keeping people like them involved is that, it, well, first of all, it probably makes your job pretty darn fun, but it also helps to literally show people these these legends that are alive and well and contributing back to the state. That, that's a pretty cool part of your job, isn't it? It's it's very cool, a lot of fun. And what's what's great on on, on the Blues Trail side is there's no competition. We the blues were developed and founded here in Mississippi. No one questions that. We have 175 blues trail markers here in the state. 
another probably 35 and seven other states in five countries. And so when we're in this water, in this world of planning the Blues Trail marketing and, and also promoting it, knowing that no one's no one else is breathing no <laughs> our back or down what we're doing because we have this product and it's ours yeah. to share with the world. So that to me, that makes it even more fun that, that we've been able to back in uh, in uh, Governor Barber that lit the match that that put this blues commission together with the goal of developing this blues trail and to be where we are. It's been a lot of fun and it will be here forever and ever. It will just grow on how we market it and how we develop it and promote it and having guys like Steve and Cedric to be a part of our team is just amazing. Cedric, so by the way, is one of the best drummers in the world. Yeah. In the blues yeah. arena without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, he is. He is one talented dude. As you know, I was, I'm a I'm a drummer. You know, I guess once a drummer, always a drummer. Mm -hmm. So I have a deep appreciation for what what Cedric does. Um, you know, when you think about the blues in Mississippi, you're right. I mean, we, we, we're the birthplace of American music, and we'll come to that in just a second. But you think about the blues, the blues impact. And as you know, I'm kind of a aficionado on Robert Johnson. And even today, when you hear Eric Clapton or you hear some of the music that Steve and, and Cedric do, you know, this this riff that comes out of the way that uh, Robert Johnson played his guitar with this, with the, you know, the, he, he has such a unique approach. Man, if he, it's it's sad actually that Robert Johnson gets discovered forty years after his death. He only recorded twenty nine songs. He died when he was twenty seven. But to but to have a guy like that have such a great impact forty not be discovered to forty years after he died, he wasn't alone in that because obviously there were a lot of exploration that came after that because of the impact of those early blues musicians. But but to be able to immortalize them the way we've been able to immortalize them with the blues trail is you know as you said so many times on my show it creates the largest outdoor museum in the United States and that is that is. I mean that it's not only undeniable, but it's unique and it is exciting to see. I and mean, when I'm at my place in the Delta, I see tags from all over the United States. You know, on on the most you know the most uh, distant rural roads because I know they're headed to some blues marker somewhere. We see that all over the state, don't we? We sure do. And you know that that might be a nice segue to talk about our international travelers. As of November eighth, uh, the United States has opened our doors for our international travelers with COVID restrictions, but allowing people to once again, visit the United States from around the world that are qualified and have been vaccinated. Ricky, our pre-COVID, uh, we were we were on our third record year in a row for not only international travelers, but for all travelers to the state. And we had a record 185,000 international travelers that could, uh, that were coming to our state spending $189 million. And I guarantee you probably 75% of those were music, tourism, and culinary related. Yeah. And so we're excited that they're coming back and we're excited them to come to the Delta and visit all of our museums and our trail programs. It is, a, it is a big deal. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation. And I, I want to just briefly reflect on the passing of our friend Bill Luckett um, and his significance to the state. But yeah. we'll, we'll continue our conversation on the other side. Coast View 
on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Well, look, one of the one of the great benefits I have of doing the show is becoming uh, closer friends with people like Craig Ray from Visit Mississippi, and uh, and to you know to see his passion for this great state. And uh, so when we're having a conversation about about blues, we can't help but focus for a second on a really important and, and sad recent death of Bill Luckett. Now, for, for people who don't know who Bill Luckett is, he and Morgan Freeman collaborated to create the uh, Ground Zero Blues Club in Clarksdale. And, and we're not just talking about collaborating to create sort of a place where blues can be played, but the role that they played was so significant and and you know Morgan Freeman lives in Mississippi built a house here he's incredibly incredibly passionate one of the things Craig that, that Morgan said along the way and I, and and I reflected on this with Bill Luckett when he was on Coast View and we talked about this but he said this is what Morgan says that you've not you've not lived till you come through Mississippi it's not only the epicenter of blues but people who come to Mississippi say, I'll, I've never met people so so open, so friendly. And then he goes on to say Southern hospitality. I mean, he loves it. But, you know, they collaborated to literally uh, impact blues lovers from around the world and in a very significant way, didn't they, uh, Craig? Well, they sure did. And their legacy still still continues and, and will forever. And what, what they did is they... They they created a place. I mean, Ground Zero wasn't an old juke joint that was there forever and ever. It was an old cotton store store bin that they created into a cool venue in the heart of the blues in Clarksdale and gave that city a place where it could hold, you know, maybe a couple hundred people and have live blues music. But what they did is they not only built it and they were there. I mean, I can't tell you from my first five years, from 2004 to 2009, during that time frame, we would bring in travel writers and guests from all over the country. And we knew if Morgan Freeman wasn't making a film in Hollywood or somewhere, he was at home in Charleston and he was over at the Blues Club. You could just go and he was there and Bill Luck was there with him, welcoming every guest that came in, uh, buying a drink, shooting a game of pool, getting up on stage with the blues band. And it was real. It was like, hey, let's go to Ground Zero, see this beautiful club, hear all these great blues artists. When it opened up, it was strictly blues. No no other genre of music. They've opened up to all genre now. But And you can meet Morgan Freeman and Bill Luckett. They were there all the time, almost 100% of the time. And, and you didn't have to call and schedule a time. If they were in town, they were there. And it was real. You could put your arms around it, and they supported us what we did and what we're doing in the local cbb so it was a real long-lasting love and experience that they created for travelers and a brand that we were able to share what a cool name ground zero blues club owned by morgan freeman bill luckett i mean um and then it brought in so many other international 
investors, people that want to come and visit Clarksdale, when they were there, they fell in love and they bought other buildings and fixed them up into new uh, mixed use, cool loft apartments, condos, um, restaurants. But that was the match that was lit was when Morgan and Bill opened up that club. In yeah, you have opinion. <laughs> so you have uh, John Lee Hooker and Sam Cook and Ike Turner and Muddy Waters and Robert Johnson supposedly, as as the story goes, sold his sold to the devil at the crossroads at sixty one and forty nine, and then then in town today you got Big A and Super Chicken and Lala and Stan and all these interesting people that are that are part of it. And you know it's interesting because people wonder about the European piece and and one of the things that Bill Luckett told me, God his soul and what a what a terrific leader he was in this regard but you you th one of the things you tell me you could go there at any given time and see people from all over europe people from australia and i think you know eric clapton and robert plant and bob dylan and keith richard mm -hmm. all these guys were impacted by this uh by, by what was happening in the delta and what what had happened in the delta from a music scene point of view and this whole notion of the british blues rose out of that and that's why someone like cedric uh burnside can go to europe today and he's more popular in europe than he is in mississippi Absolutely. i mean in some ways we kind of take this for granted don't we craig we sure do i mean all of our young artists like kingfish will have his first international uh, tour this January and February, uh, of which we're going to be a part of and help sponsor that tour. I mean, he's from Clarksdale. I mean, he, yeah. he grew up, I saw him play his very first time on stage when he was like eight years old mm -hmm. uh, during a Juke Joint Festival. I mean, he's a homegrown artist and, and Cedric from Northeast Mississippi. And, and these guys can play on the world scale, the world scene. And like you said, like Wembley Stadium and play all, all over Europe. And and get to uh, make a great living <laughs> there. We we take it for granted when they come home and play at the club. Say, so, man, do you know who these guys are? They're the next next. Kingfish is for sure one of the one of the bright young stars coming out of this scene in Mississippi. And again, he's extremely popular in Europe as well. Yeah. And what's interesting about him is that he sort of discovered the his love for Delta Blues at the Delta Music uh, Museum. Yes. And, Yes. Was it was part of the what was part of the the music program there, and was plucked out of this group of young people. Had that not been there, just think about it. We may not even be talking about Kingfish right. today. That's right. What what a what a great story. But coming back to Bill Luckett, what he's done there in Clarksdale cannot be overstated. And uh, you know, people like Kristen Ingram, who we just talked about, Kingfish, and uh, so many other young people are really owe a debt of gratitude to Bill for his continued focus over so many years. Because when they started the, the Ground Zero Blues Club, Clarksdale was dying on a vine, and now you know it's uh, it, you know the Blues Club's like the number one blues club in the United States now, or maybe the world. I don't even know, but it's uh, it's that popular and that significant, and people who have not really paid attention to it probably should probably should um so you know when we talk about the the you know mississippi being the birthplace of american music you know the king of rock and roll was from here the father of country music is from here the king of blues is from here you got some good fodder to work with don't you craig we do and, and it's uh it makes it i wouldn't say easy but you you respect where you are in the space again that no one else has Elvis Presley. No one else had B.B. King. And 
no one else had Jimmy Rogers. And and then all of our gospel and our, and our blues artists that, that we had, uh, it, it's it's a it's a place of respect. I'm on the Blues Commission, have been since its inception, and I'm the current chairman of the Blues Commission, which I'm honored to serve and just enjoy every opportunity that we can to either either do research and develop another marker or create space for new marketing ideas. But it's it's uh, it's amazing to walk in those steps and 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 Elvis Presley and Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, one of my one of our tasks. I, I know I'm rambling here, but we have so much to cover when we just talk about trails. But we we try to in each category: Freedom Trail, Blues Trail, Country Music Trail, Riders Trail. When we can, when the artists are still alive, we try to get to those artists first. Now, most of those blues artists, we had, you know, Bo Diddley, uh, Pine Top Perkins. Uh, uh, let's see, Hubert Summerlin, B.B. Um, King, obviously all, all of his markers, uh, trying to get to those artists, I say early, they were in their 80s and 90s when we did it. And then uh, my most recent one, which Jerry Lee Lewis can fit into just about every category from blues, country, and rock and roll, uh, gospel, we we select and let him select that he wanted to be in our country music category. And we unveiled his marker from his living room in Nesbitt, Mississippi. You know, he has a museum at the house where he had lived. He lives in a condo down the street now. And to be there in his living room with his grand piano where he was written hundreds of songs and performed or recorded and performed, it, that was amazing, and to have that moment that we could share for people to see, that that is a, a, a it's not easy. It's it's hard to work with Jerry Lee Lewis, but to know that he called and wanted to be on our trail. I mean, he he wanted to be on, in our trails program and, and be a part of what we're doing and being recognized. That is fun. That yeah. is and, and challenging for us, but it is it's so rewarding to be able to share that with uh, other Mississippians and travelers from around the world. I, I think I may have mentioned this to you before, but I was at uh, at my place in the Delta and one of my friends who hunts with me bought a duck hall. It has a little camp on it and a little a hardwood bottom on it. Really, really actually pretty cool. And I said, man, this is this huge block of land that's around, a lot of farmland and whatever. This is outside of Itabina, and we were we take the ride around, and we we rounded the corner, and there's this old community, and there is a blues marker that for BB King, that was his birthplace of BB oh, King, and dude, and this Burke is Lair. in the middle of yeah. nowhere, Craig. You yeah. know that, Berkeley, yeah, yeah, where his house was located, where he was born. Man, you, know, you guys leave no stone unturned in making sure that correct history is told. What what a great story. Hey, this is Craig Rafe from Visit Mississippi. When we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation and see what the heck else is up these days. Um, there's so much to talk about. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production. 